Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. My question is about how do we use that, that desire for romantic love in, in that transition into what is real love and not, being, not having to reject it or to say it's bad, but how do we actually use that energy, mm-hmm. that power? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a question of it being bad. It's a question, it's two, two questions really. The first one is, who am I who is able to give love, right? And am I giving it or am I just wanting to receive it? And is it even about love? Because much romantic love, quote unquote, is about wanting to be desired. And desire and love are not the same thing. And one always knows if one's going to be desired one day, one might be rejected the next day. And, and so desire is not a, a stable form of uh, emotional energy. We all know that. So the first question is that, and the second is, is my desire for the other, or love for the other, if I put it in those terms, is it a gift to the other, or is it a, a, a subtle attempt to control and possess the other and take away their freedom, take away their own... Uh, uh, potential for growth by holding them in place as uh, to fulfill the fantasies that I have uh, for them to uh, to offer me you see and there and the love then turns into a quid pro quo kind of a contract, and soon what is an offering becomes a demand from the other and when once one realizes that the, the, the givingness of the initial uh, stroke of love is actually a demand for its return and for a particularity of a way of being treated and offered uh, the use of another's body and the use of their uh, time and their emotional presence, etc. One, one realizes the selfishness that is part of that kind of love and the need that is based on. And that kind of a bond very soon becomes a bondage. And that bondage is used by the ego to justify regressing to more and more infantile ways of behaving. And so what started out as an adult form of romantic connection soon becomes a codependent pair of infants struggling, fighting, having temper tantrums, hating one another, and, uh, and demanding that the other change in, in order to be there for oneself. And it becomes a very uh, uh, conflictive struggle for who is beloved and who is the lover, right? Who is the one to receive and who is the one who must be the slave. And this kind of master-slave relationality is implicit in that romantic love, which is always based on an asymmetry of uh, what is being offered. 
and and within that kind of a complex uh, there is a very little of the offering of freedom to grow and to change and to develop into one's full potential. But the real secret of love is that it is a letting go of the other, not a holding on. It, it is a love which wants to see the other fly. But when the other flies, then the ego will be abandoned. But love is not abandoned, you see. And so this is the great difficulty that parents have with children. They, they can bring them into life uh, with great joy, but then watching them grow and leave can create uh, a sense of abandonment. And very often the parents will put a demand system into the child, don't ever grow up, don't ever differentiate, don't individuate, don't be different than the fantasy object I made you to, to pretend to be. And, and never leave, even if physically you have to leave, but emotionally you stay tied to the umbilical cord of the mother and the power of the father to be superior to you and all of that. Is that love or is that possessiveness masquerading as love? And so because we have been installed with that program of a false kind of love that is actually an imprisonment of the other and a self-imprisonment within the other's demand system, uh, that kind of love soon turns to hatred and a rebelliousness begins to creep into one's relationality with the other. And that it turns against oneself as a self-hatred. And so once one understands that the whole complex of this romantic love is based on fear, on lack, on the need to possess and control out, out of a, a sense of instability if one doesn't have the support of the other. And, and it's a house of cards waiting to collapse. Then you cannot build your life on that kind of love. And, and your life will be devastated one time after another after another because the, the, the cycle will repeat with one person after another. And everyone knows that who has gone around that block more than once and knows that nothing else can be expected of that project of romantic love especially now, because there is no consistency or unity within the ego of the other or of oneself. And so one fragment of you might be romantically in love with one person, but another fragment might be indifferent in actually loving somebody else or desiring someone else or wanting to be alone. And one is always in this fragmented state of not knowing what one wants or who one wants and certainly not who one is. And it's, it's in this uh, chaos of internal self-conflict that the uh, impossibility of the project of romantic love is recognized, often with great sadness and despair and a sense of one's own weakness and failure. But it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the, the structure of the ego that has been imposed by a social order that is itself in a state of fragmentation and exhaustion. And so we have to transcend it, which is what the message of religion has always been. Return to the source, return to that power which is always there, always stable, always the rock of ages and the source of love, of power, of goodness. And only that source will give you the ability to shine 
and to not have any need for the other. And oddly enough, it's in that state, when there is no need or desire left, that's when you will get all kinds of offers of uh, romantic connection. (laughs) And you'll have no interest in them, but you will be able to share divine love with everyone with great joy. And so the whole paradigm of what life is about will change from trying to have some cloistered dyad against the world that never works to to being one with the world and being able to love all without any fear of uh, unfaithfulness or disloyalty or or uh, or some kind of uh, guilty uh, desire but one will feel the innocence of the purity of divine love and that in itself is the greatest relief the soul can ever get, that we can love freely and fully all of creation and all beings without needing anything in return because we are already one with all that is. So I hope that's of some help to you. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.